Can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me loud and clear? Yes, I can hear you. Turn me so, up a little bit. You've never done this before, have you? No, first time on the pod. How do you feel? I honestly feel honored to be on such a great podcast, an up-and-coming podcast. We'll look back in several years and laugh at this opportunity because we have millions of dollars in our, in our pockets or your yeah, pocket. Yeah. I'm just we'll here like for the, the ride. We'll be like the Paul brothers. Yeah, yeah. I'm just along for the ride, though. Yeah, you can you can ride me and me and Mitch's coattails. My one twelve CD blast. I was passed. She came twice. I came last. Roll the grass. She giggled, saying I'm smoking. As big of a Justin Timberlake fan as probably anybody that you know. That's hot. I like that. I'm a huge Beyonce fan. It's nonstop. Just vibes. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Broken Records podcast. Uh, this is Chase on a little bit of a uh, special guest episode. Um, Mitch couldn't be here today. We kind of shifted some things around, and I know I said that we were going to do uh, – I was going to give you five new songs every every week just from um, New Music Friday. And to be honest, I've been – one – I've been sick since last week. Uh, your boy had the vid. So me and all of my roommates have been sick. So I've been laying low. Um, I haven't listened to a ton of music just because I've been kind of laid up. And, and I guess I was watching football for the majority of the weekend too. So I didn't listen to much music. And then when I even when I went back in, it was not to, not to be disrespectful and to the artists out there or whatever it may be, but I just wasn't really fucking with anything – Nothing really stood out to me on uh, New Music Friday. So called a quick audible and I decided since we've all been in quarantine and it, we're at the uh, the dog days of winter where it seems super duper long, uh, everybody can use some, some shit that puts them in a good mood. So I started thinking about that, called an audible. And today we're going to talk about, uh, we're just going to do a quick one. We're going to do like between like five and ten um, songs that immediately put you in a good mood. They can be anything from across the board. And I know this is super objective and that's kind of what's going to be, that's what's, that's what is exciting about it for me is everybody has something different to offer to this. So I'm excited for the feedback that we'll get from this. But, uh, I decided, like I said, I called an audible and we have a special guest with us today. So, uh, without further ado, we are uh, we have our first episode with the uh, both the Spangler brothers. So my younger brother Bryce is on with us. So Bryce, go ahead and say hey and introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? First time on the pod. Very excited. Be an honor to be a guest on the show. Talk about music. Hopefully, my uh, opinions are somewhat. I think we're pretty pretty split evenly with um, our taste in music. 
you know, I'm more of a, a rap guy myself. Chase, as a youngin, was too, but has gone on to greener pastures, so I keep him held down on that front. And um, I don't know, usually we'll text, you know, four or five times a week about, you know, what we're listening to right now. So finally glad to be on the podcast to discuss and, and get some feedback to see what everyone else is thinking. Yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, I'm super pumped on it. I've been thinking about it for a while just because you and I are always every night. Like like you said, we always send each other music, and I would say half of the time we're on two completely different waves. But when we are on the same wave, we're we just kind of flow. And uh, I mean, like you were saying, you kind of have your ear to the ground more a little bit with. Um, some of the people that are coming up in the rap game. Um, I still, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I had this thought not that long ago. I feel like at a, obviously the market in general of music is super saturated, but there's just something about rap music now that I think after a certain age, I stopped trying to pay attention to the new guys. And the only way I find out about quote unquote, the new guys is if they get put on by an artist that I'm already familiar with or that I'm already into, or you put me on. So how do you normally like, how do you normally find your new music? Cause mine's basically just off of references from other people that I listen to for the most part. So how do you normally find out about the shit that you listen to? Yeah. Um, to go back on what you said earlier, you sound like a, an old head there, but I get it. I mean, to to piggyback off that um i have not been as invested as i as i was uh growing up you know being around you and having your music taste uh switch a little bit it's definitely opened my eyes to a lot more things um but for the most part finding new artists i mean i i wouldn't necessarily say like i'm out here finding who's next but if i see someone like you said earlier a lot of times it's it's rappers that i like that are are put on or i'll just hear something a lot of the new music fridays on spotify um you know some it's it's only a short page of what's out so i like to listen to people that i'm not really familiar with or like you know i follow like the no jumpers and all the big music podcasts academics just to see like what's going on out there i mean obviously those guys are are huge so they have their ear to the ground in in every city and um yeah i just just youtube too i i watch a lot of youtube watch a lot of music videos and i'll get it on the rabbit hole of of watching you know one Detroit rapper. And then, you know, with, with Detroit specifically, a lot of those guys um, are on the same song. So just rabbit hole after rabbit hole and, and finding someone that I, I really like. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. That's kind of how, I mean, when I was in college, I, that was right when SoundCloud started popping and it was, I don't know, it, it always was the cool thing to like try and find somebody new. So we were on SoundCloud heavy and I know that's, they're kind of getting away from it, but I want to kind of transition into not kind of, we're going to transition. I want to transition into um, our good mood playlist. It's not necessarily a playlist. Um, I was just dicking around this weekend. And, you know, when I listen, 
for no particular reason to my music. I just throw it on shuffle and whatever comes up, comes up. And there were a couple songs that stood out to me that I'm like, damn, this shit puts me in a good mood every single time I listen to it. And I know ours are probably going to be completely different, but I know that you know every single one that's on my list. So I'll go, uh, I'll let you go first. If you want to just go, um, we can go. I, I didn't really put mine in any specific order, but I know what my number one is off of this list. Number one and number two. So if you want to go five to one and just give us why you uh, why you feel like these fit in your top five as opposed to everything else, go ahead. The floor is yours. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of was the same way. I have a list of probably – I came extra prepared because I'm surprised you thought that I wouldn't have – a lot of the same music that you had. I, I mean, there's a, a ton of songs out there that that'll put you in a good mood, but I know how we are when we go on road trips or whatever, we will get some tunes bumping and we'll be on the same oh, yeah. wave. So I, you might be surprised here, but I'll start with five and it's fitting that it's five. This is my favorite song. <laughs> I think, I think this song uh, puts me in such a good mood because of nostalgia. And I think a lot of these songs have to do with the nostalgia behind whatever you were in the moment. Um, I know you guys have talked about it before on the pod about, you know, nostalgia and, and things that, that bring you back to a certain place. And I think a lot of the times that puts me in a good mood. So I'm going to go at five. I'm going to go mumbo number five. Yeah. By Lou Bega. I mean, no matter where I'm at, no matter how I feel, you turn that song on and, and you'll get my hips moving. You'll see a smile on my face. That's one of my favorite songs all time. So anytime, anytime it's on, you can catch me dancing. I knew that was coming. That uh I when you first got to college, and I, I wanna say it was the year that I had I had been gone. So I, yeah, it was my freshman year. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been your freshman year. That's what the majority of my friends who didn't know you all that well, that's how they remembered you was Mambo number five. (laughs) So anytime that comes on, they look at, even if you're not here, they look at me and they always give a chuckle thinking about you. And it always reminds me of when we were on vacation out on the boat in Punta Cana, when that came on, I'll never forget every moment previously that was related to this song just completely goes out of my mind. And the first thing that I think is being on the boat, but carry on to number four. Um, I will have to say since, since I opened up with um, saying how big of a hip hop fan I am, you will not see this on a playlist. Um, you can't even find this song on Spotify. This brings me back to, um, for, for those of you that don't know, Chase used to whip around this little ranger in high school and uh, we would always play Wiz Khalifa. So the thrill by Wiz Khalifa is mm. my four anytime, even um, whatever the, is, is it walking on a dream that it's a sample of? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That, that just melody that that'll always put you in a good mood. And, you know, anytime, even riding around with the homies, you know, they were on the same, I mean, Wiz Khalifa was huge when we were kids. So anytime you hear that song, I mean, everybody, you got to turn that thing all the way up to a million. So of course I'll I'll put that at four. Of course. course. Was that your first concert? 
I know that was our first concert together. Um, I had saw uh, Mac Miller previously with um, a couple of my friends I used to play baseball with. Shout out Evan Ford and Michael Dillon. That was my first outside of outside of uh, I think we went to a Rascal Flats concert before that with mom and dad. Mm-hmm. That might have been number one. Yeah, we did. We did. I think I was in eighth grade. So this was your what did I buy those tickets for your 13th birthday? Yeah, it would have probably been yes, yeah, sixth or seventh grade. Yeah, you were around. either thirteen or fourteen. And Mac was there concert. too. Yeah, Mac Kendrick Lamar was there. Schoolboy Q, the yeah, whole that was, uh, a that was a banger of a concert. That shit was crazy. Yeah, the price of admission, obviously, R.I.P. Mac Miller. But even if he was still around, I couldn't imagine what the ticket prices would be i mean that's basically if you were to think about it like a a rap festival i mean you're talking four headliners well yeah yeah, four headliners for sure 100 100 percent. all right moving down um i put this one on here because i have been playing a lot of their music i just got hip to them Actually, at Chase's house, um, his roommate Nate, we were playing uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band on the vinyl, and that was the first time I'd really like sat and actually listened to the Beatles. I mean, hand up. Our parents really weren't huge Beatles people. I don't think I ever heard the Beatles growing up. It wasn't until, you know. Me either. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you the first time I heard the Beatles, but uh, I'm going to go with a little help from my friends. This is a great song for when you're down in the dumps, you know, you get by the, the whole melodies that I, I get by with a little help from my friends. So, you know, if you're great with message. the boys, you're with the girls, you know, you're going to get help from your friends. They're going to be there to make you happy. So that, that was more of a, of what I've been listening to recently. I've, I've been bumping the Beatles. Now that I'm working from home, I don't have anything to listen to all day other than podcasts. So right. trying to get through the Beatles catalog as I'm working from home. Good for you. That's a great pick. I would have, uh, I wouldn't have expected that one out of you. Yeah. Like I said, I just, I had sent some songs to you the other day. Cause you know, uh, there was a previous podcast that you guys had that you were talking about how Mitch was upset with you about how you didn't know the Beatles. And like I said, I've been trying to get through the catalog. So I have been listening to a lot of Beatles lately. Yeah, I'm get, I'm getting more hip. I'm getting much more hip to it. I mean, obviously, I knew all the popular stuff, but I would never be able to rattle off, you know, my favorite Beatles album or something like that. But uh, we've been spinning the vinyls pretty regularly, and I'm getting more privy to it for sure. Yeah, and you got a great one with with Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band because I like I haven't got through their whole discography. I haven't been able to break it down. You know, just listening to each of their albums, it's by far the one that catches my eye the most. Yeah, that may I be agree. because it was. Yeah, it, it may be because it was the first one that I listened to, and I've yeah. listened to it the most. So that could also be a reason, but definitely a banger of an album i agree i agree all right so moving down to two um i'm gonna have to go with this one oh uh good vibrations by the beach boys i absolutely love that song for some reason and 
a funny story to go along with it. I was talking to this girl in high school and like I had kind of, I had liked her for, for quite a long time. We had talked for a couple months and the day we like stopped talking, I was like kind of, a, I mean, obviously you get a little upset about it, you know, it wasn't anything serious, but I specifically remember driving the same, the same old Ranger bumping this song right after and i was like yeah pull my pull myself up out put me in a good mood immediately so if i am that low i just throw on a little good vibrations and it takes me there i feel that if anybody knows i mean i'm i'm well documented on this show i uh i would probably let myself be sad for that day so you you pulling yourself up by your bootstraps the beach boys got you through it good for you yeah, good vibrations. You just got to always remember that if the vibe's off, you know, throw on a little good vibrations and it'll take, like there I said, it'll take you there. A little vibe check. Yeah, it's a Respect. total vibe check. Respect. Well, we're waiting with bated breath for your number one. So the uh, the big reveal, why don't you give it to us? All right. For this one, the it starts from the moment the song starts. That first key of the piano. Uh, Elton John really figured it out with uh, Benny and the Jets. Mm. That song puts me in such a good mood. No matter, like I said, for all these, obviously you take yourself to, um, you know, a bad mood. But even if I'm in a neutral mood, I don't have anything going on. Uh, you put this on and it gets me right up. Great, great song. I agree. And yeah, that's the thing is you don't necessarily have to be in a bad mood to to put on your your vibe check playlist or or whatever it may be, but you know, like like today just for a perfect example. So, all my shit is set up in the basement, so when I go upstairs and I see that it's super nice out, I I mean, I'm I'm immediately like, "Oh, I'm going to pop on some like good tunes and I'll I'll go step outside for a couple minutes because it was like 45 degrees today." listen to some music and that's kind of what sparked it. I know I was talking about over the weekend. Um, there was a song that made me think about how much I like it and how, of how good of a mood that it puts me in. But I, you know, I was sitting there today and I was like, damn, that would be a good idea to, to throw around a good mood playlist. Speaking of that, I'll go into mine. Um, I had a couple honorable mentions. Let me count here. I did too. I had a couple honorable mentions, but I want you to go just to make sure right. that, that I don't I don't take any of yours. Well, surprisingly, I left Mambo off of mine just because I knew I knew damn well that you were <laughs> put that on there. I kicked around Benny and the Jets too, um, but I'll start at, at number five. I have. Uh, Tongue Tied by Group Love. You know that song? Oh yeah. That's a great okay. song. Okay. So what I I am so pissed looking back in hindsight now. So I missed a free show of theirs when they played at Blink. Um it would have been Blink 2019. So it would have been October 2019. I completely fucking missed a free show of theirs. Um but like that ending chord progression when all it is is the bass line and then playing that acoustic guitar, I think is so sick. And it's one of my favorite parts of the songs. And also, it was so funny because we were, you know, I know you know this, but the people don't know I'm in a rock band, um, me and all of my roommates. And so we just got the rock band set set up back up over the weekend just because we've been sitting here 
bored out of our minds. And the first song we played was Tongue Tied. And I had not heard that song in so long. I was like, God damn. This is it. Like for any genre across the board, I feel like that is a song that everybody can appreciate. 100%. No matter what you're into. It's a it's uh, a timeless classic, a hundred percent. You can throw it on at any time around anybody. Speaking of timeless classics, what do you know about Tears for Fears, the band? Not the song anything. The song the song Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Oh you know that oh, one? Oh yes. Yeah. You know that one? Yeah. That's that, that was my number four. That's that's great too. It it comes in a little um a little soft, but yep. they get there. They get there for sure. I agree. And it's it's on every I don't know, probably it feels like it's in every eighties movie ever. But it's such a good song. Like I mean it's been a it's been a a fucking chart topper since the eighties. So I had that at my number four. Surprisingly, out of my entire top five, plus my one uh, honorable mention, I spared everyone the idea of me putting country on here just for the simple fact of everyone. Like, I talk about country enough on here. We spent 25 minutes talking about Morgan Wallen last week. And it's not really, I don't know. I listen to way more country during the summer and that's when country's really good vibes is during the summer. So it's drinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go ahead. Which I mean with drinking music, you can obviously equate that to a good mood, but when you think about country, you know, especially growing up with, with what we did in country, a lot of it was sad. And a lot of it was, yeah. was dark. I mean, even, even the, the girls in country, it's always talking about, right. always talking about some sad stuff, whether it, whether it's, it's the melody or the lyrics. It's right. I, I was thinking the same thing too. I didn't have any country on mine because I just, I don't think, I don't think good mood. I think drinking mood when I think country yeah. or fair. sad boy or sad boy. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, to shake things up. Number three, I had Feel Me Flow by Naughty by Nature. I put a little rap in there, a little 90s rap. You got me lost on that one. I don't know if I would have to hear that one. All right, I'm about to play it. Hold on. You'll know exactly what this is. I wish – this is the one time that – not the one time because we love Mitch on this show, but Mitch loves 90s rap, and I could have just let him run with this. You know this song. You're telling me oh, you've never yeah. heard this? No, I, I've heard it. I've heard it. Yeah, see? So that's that's just immediately – I mean, you can listen to that on the boat. You can listen to that while you're just driving with the windows down, when you're chilling in the house. No matter what it is, it's just as soon as it starts, it's just immediate good vibes, just like you were saying with good vibrations. There's a ton uh, of 90s – a ton of 90s rap that you can, you can uh, pander to. Oh yeah, all I great, agree. all great melodies. I mean, obviously there was um, an element of what rap is today within it, but the the use of instruments and instrumentals mm-hmm. back then is yeah, is great, great vibes. I know Mitch has talked about a tribe called Quest on here multiple times, but a tribe called Quest. I mean, any of their instrumentals, it's it's that's good, 
good mood immediately. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree with you. I would have put multiple. I mean, I could have done a top five just of 90s rap, but I didn't. Save it for uh, another day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We got a couple themed episodes coming up that we may spend some time talking about that. I know Mitch can talk about that shit at length, so I'll uh, I'll stick to my bag. But number two, I had Mountain Sound by Of Monsters and Men. That's another one you probably, you specifically, Bryce, probably don't know the actual name of it. But as soon as you hear it, I mean... I went through a period on because this was the song that I heard on Friday that made me think of all of this. And I spent all night Friday, like watching live performances of monsters and men. Um, this was my first choice. And then I switched it up at the last second, but this song will never, ever, ever, ever get old to me. It doesn't matter how many times I listen to it. It's just the whole band coming together. And like you were just talking about the, the amount of instruments that they have on that song is so cool. And it's just a, I don't know. It's just a very overwhelming sound, but it's a beautiful sound. It's a mountain sound. Yeah. So no, I, I, I know what song you're talking about. I, I have heard it. That was a big, like, I don't know. When would that have came out when I was probably in eighth grade? So 2014, 2013, maybe. I want to say 2013. Or 2011. That's, that's pretty much what elevated a monster's yeah, So that album came out. Yeah, that album came out in 2012. And that also has Dirty Paws and Little Talks on it. Um, just, I mean, from my perspective, it's my favorite album of theirs. But I'm looking at the spot, their Spotify now, and their top three songs are all off that album. Mountain Sound being number three. Um, but for my... My number one pick, my number one overall pick, um, I mean, this this is, I just said Mountain Sound will never, ever, ever get old to me, but this song, we saw this together live. It was Sit Next to Me by Foster the People. Yeah, great. That, that live was, that was, because that was the first time I had heard that song, and Immediately right after that, I looked it up, saved it, and have revisited many, many times. I'm surprised. I am very, I'm very proud of you. No JT. I'm, I'm sure he's in the honorable mentions, but I'd one set aside for you, teed up. I, I mean, I talk about him enough on here, and he's got plenty. I mean, he's got plenty of good songs, but sit next to me by Foster the People. I just that's another one of those moments where like that song came on and it was perfect because I remember the stage was we were right under right 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 under the bridge the sun had just went down behind the stage like everybody's just vibing out it's yeah. not hot anymore all of our friends are together the stage was backlit dark purple so all you could see was the silhouettes of the entire band and it just went straight into this song. And that memory is forever etched into my mind. And I'll never forget it. And I correlate this song with that moment. It was just one of those times where like time stands still for you for just a short moment. And that was a really cool. And I'm glad that you're on for this show because that's a feeling that I get a lot. And 
there's a different feeling when you do shit like that with your friends. But when you do, like we did that two years in a row. Yeah. And then COVID. And then or, COVID. We missed, no, we missed one. We, we missed one. one, but you had went to country concert with me, but that was just a moment that it was right before you had went to college and then after your first year of college. So you had started to mature and you were kind of, you know, starting to form your own opinions of what you liked and what you didn't like. And being able to share that moment was super special to me. And I, I think that's, that's another thing that I talk about all the time about music and what's so cool about it is you get to share those experiences and like one of my favorite concerts ever not didn't really have anything to do with the artist that I saw. It was the people that I was with and what it meant to that person. So that was a, like that song is just super special to me. It always puts me in a good mood and it was a great, uh, it was just, I don't know. It's a, it's a memory that I'll forever hold. And I know that you feel the same, just yeah. that whole. Yeah. I time. couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I mean, thinking of the, just, just at Bunbury alone. I mean, you mentioned that the first concert that you took me to, obviously a great, great lineup, but discovering all those new artists and then obviously being able to get back and see the, uh, the big dogs. I mean, we saw a ton of good, a good people live. I mean, and a lot of people that I would have never recognized. I mean, that's what I was just about to say, think about all the people that we saw that you would have never bought a ticket for. Right. Elsewhere. Otherwise. And we got to see all those cool shows. Like, Muse was one of the coolest fucking concerts I've ever seen. Yeah, I would have. I would, I would have never, to agree. I would have never bought a ticket. Like I, I enjoy Muse. If somebody t- asked me to go with them and gave me a ticket, I would jump on it a hundred percent. But I know how expensive those tickets are usually, and I just, I would have never done it. And yeah, you that- I even told you I, I was waiting for, I was waiting for them to play Madness that whole set, and I, I obviously I enjoyed. The whole concert. I mean, I left the concert shaking just because how so how loud it was and the adrenaline rush that I had got. But I mean, seeing Madness Live where they bring out that iPad guitar, that's another that thing. Insane. I mean, there are ton- we could we could have a whole podcast about Bunbury and oh, all yeah. the moments that no one could relate to unless they were there. But you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't truly do it justice. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people can relate with those experiences, but, you know, having a brother there that you're doing it with and, you know, drinking, being in the, in Cincinnati in the summer, beautiful times. And I mean, like you said, it'll be etched in my memory forever. I mean, and what a, what a good song to put you in the right mood. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. So give me, give me your number one honorable mention. I'll give you my number one honorable mention and then we will uh we'll uh we'll kick it yeah so this one's gonna be hard like i said i had like a list of 12 but i gotta give i gotta give my taste a little bump you know i am you know me and i'm sad that we missed bunbury the the year that we missed before covid because these guys were playing besides our lead lead singer r.i.p bradley sublime what i got that song always puts me in a good mood. I mean, I could listen to about any sub sublime song and it put yeah. me in a good mood, but what I got 
the record scratch coming in. That's, I mean, everybody knows that song. A lot of people would probably say Santeria, but I don't know for, for some reason, what I got the message behind it, what you have is all that you got. So, you know, might as well enjoy it. Put you in a good mood. I, I, uh, I was surprised that it took you that long to mention it. That was the first, honestly, I thought that was going to be your number one. So I was surprised. Um, mine, this might take, this might catch you off guard. I fucking love this song. I put this on every time, like every party that I'm ever at, that I'm in control of the music. This song plays at some point, and that is "Gravy Train" by Young Gravy. And I'm just gonna leave it at this. If you don't know who the fuck Young Gravy is, you need to get familiar with Young Gravy because his shit is so fucking fire, and it is so funny. And there is not, there will not be a single person. I promise you, I would almost. This is the first time I've ever given a absolute guarantee if you play this at a party there will not be a single person that dislikes this song every person will get going i've played this shit in front of mom and dad before yeah and they get at the, at the very least they get a kick out of it yeah i was gonna say you can at least get a laugh yeah you can at least get a laugh Exactly. Exactly. What JT song did you have that you thought I was? Gonna I thought you were. Play? I thought you were gonna put "Rock Your Body" because that is just when I think it good is. mood. That's or 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 if it were to be a dancing song like, you know, "Rock Your Body." I I gotta, I gotta give I gotta give you a shout on this one because I know you're gonna laugh at it. What song always puts me in a good mood is um, "Tub Thumping" by uh. <laughs> I, that's another song that like like young gravy where like you know you kind of laugh because he's like he takes a whiskey drink he takes a vodka drink like you love that. stupid but i i love it to death and another one of those songs that i it takes me to uh the homies and playing it with them and just laughing while we're drinking and that song will forever put me in a good mood that is a that is a banger. Well, and I will. Uh, yeah, I get knocked down and I get back up again. You know, to say, isn't that the same song? Yeah, I get knocked down and I get up again. Yep. Well, I will. Uh, I heard a quote today that I will leave everybody with this. Um, it was like you were saying. It it kind of has to do with how music makes you feel, and also how the writers write that music and said a good writer can make you feel something they've been through, but a great writer can make you feel something you've never been through. So, uh, I leave, uh, I'll leave the, uh, listeners with that for the rest of the week. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Bryce, this was super fun to do with you. Um, yeah. Until next you. time. Yeah. Until next time, this is the broken Rex pod. You can follow us at broken Rex pod on Twitter um, you can find me on Twitter, which is at C-H-A-I-5-E underscore. And then Bryce, go ahead and shout out your Twitter and they can find you. Um, it is uh, the real swaggy B underscore two G's right. with a Y right. one B underscore. I will, t- I will make sure that I tag you in the tweet and we'll put our five together, put my five together and then, uh, You guys give us some feedback of what you've been listening to. I appreciate you, man. This has been fun. Peace. Yeah, of course. I'll talk to you later. Peace.
Yeah, I get knocked down and I get back up again. You know? Isn't that the same zone? Yeah, I get knocked down and I get up again. 